Here's a thought I'll title, JPEGs versus RAW, yet again. I know, we've talked about this and talked about this as an industry, seemingly ad nauseum. But I wanted to give one more thought to the conversation, just because I think this is a really critical issue. I've never been a big fan of shooting JPEGs out of the camera because the flexibility of a RAW file has always seemed such a better strategy. So I've never given JPEGs out of the camera a second thought. But I recently had a chance to see Gordon Lang's book touting the virtues of shooting JPEGs out of the camera, and I understand the challenge. He did a terrific job. There are some great photographs in there, and I have to admit that maybe he's on to something. Maybe I need to try this just for fun. So I was tempted for an hour or two, and then I remembered the observation my friend Joe Lipkin made years ago in which he predicted, he's an engineer, so he thinks about things as engineers do, he predicted that there would come a time in photography in which hardware improvements would become passe, too expensive, too difficult to implement, and instead all the improvements would take place via software. Well, that's where JPEGs versus RAW kicks in. If we needed an example of the veracity of Joe's assertion, it's simply this. Look at what Adobe is doing with the enhanced denoise and enhanced super sharpen. These two new features that they introduced not long ago that are absolutely amazing. I don't have the foggiest idea how they're doing it, but I know this, that improvements to reduce noise in the hardware never approached the sophistication and the success of Adobe's software implementation of denoise working on the RAW file. It's simply fantastic. Whatever denoise does, it has to perform its magic on a RAW file. So if you shoot JPEGs out of the camera, this fantastic software solution for reducing noise, or its sister software solution called Super Sharpening, those are both unavailable to you. And that's too bad, because they are fantastic. And is there any doubt that in the next coming years, months, weeks, <laughs> there may be even more fantastic software improvements that require the original RAW file in order to work. So another reason to shoot RAW files rather than JPEG files. The only advantage I can see for shooting JPEGs out of the camera is that you don't have to do any post-processing. They're immediately available to browsers, to smartphones, to anybody you want to send a picture to. You don't have to go into Photoshop or Lightroom or any other software and convert the RAW file into a JPEG that's universally visible. That's a huge advantage. And maybe where speed is the ultimate criteria, for example, sports photography, news photography, where you don't want to have to take the time to process images, I can understand why JPEGs might make sense. But for those of us who are concerned with fine art photography and that sort of speed of processing isn't critical for us, I just don't see any reason to shoot JPEGs. 
and have increasing evidence that raw files are going to be processed in ways that we can't currently imagine any more than five years ago I could have predicted denoise or super sharpen, that raw files are probably where a lot of software improvements are coming. So for me, unless someone has a persuasive argument otherwise, I will continue to shoot exclusively raw files and take advantage of all the new tools for processing that appear unexpectedly because of the genius of software developers. Copyright 2024, Lenswork Publishing.